Hey y'all, welcome to Unapologetic Faith. I'm your host, Sonya Taylor. I'm a wife, mom, registered nurse, and transformational life coach. After getting serious about my walk with Christ, I had this overwhelming feeling to share the word of God, but not only to share it, but to explain it in my own unique way where people could actually relate to it because that was once my struggle. What I did not expect was to get a little opposition when I started sharing my faith. But for me, that just kind of added fuel to my fire. As a result, I have gotten more bolder and more confident and fearless about sharing my faith. If you have a desire to grow your relationship with God, understand his word, and be bold and confident and fearless in your walk with Christ, Unapologetic Faith has you covered. Let's get started. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Unapologetic Faith. On this week's episode, I thought it would be very interesting to talk about something based on a conversation that I had with someone. And the conversation was about, is there a right time to pray? And that conversation um, was started based on someone telling this person that, hey, I wake up every morning early and I pray and you should do the same too. And so the person who received that information, I think maybe there was some, um, I don't want to necessarily, I don't want to use the word guilt, but I think they were made to feel a certain type of way because they didn't wake up in the morning. And this person was like, I don't have time to, you know, pray in the morning or spend a whole lot of time with God. Um, you know, I have small kids. I have to get ready for school and I just don't have the time and I'm not a morning person. So I know I'm not going to wake up early. And so my, my response to that was there is no set time that you have to pray or set time that you have to spend with God I really think it's individual and I really think that people need to do what works for them yes we can learn from other people but we need to do what works for us so I don't think there is a specific time that you have to pray or even have to spend time with God for me and my preference I prefer getting up early in the morning spending time with God because that just that works for me. And plus, I am a morning person. I wake up happy, joyful. Um, first of all, because I'm, I'm thankful that God has woke me up. And I just want to say this, even if you can't start your morning um, with prayer, at least before your feet touch the floor, thank the person who has woke you up that morning. And that's that literally takes like, less than five seconds hey god thank you for waking me up this morning i appreciate you and then you can go on about your day now as far as um your prayer time and um when you can pray well before i get into all of that i just want to say i want to give you two scriptures first of all and the first one is in First Thessalonians five seventeen, and this is in the New Testament, and it's written by Paul. And Paul says, "Never stop praying." So he doesn't mention when we should pray, what time of day. He just says we we should never stop praying, and that doesn't mean that you have to, you know 
pray all day long every day it just means that you need to have a uh, prayer life and you should never stop praying and then if you go over to Luke 18 and 1 Jesus actually tells a parable to his disciples where he says never that they should always pray and never give up and again where that's in the New Testament as well so two things I learned, never stop praying and always pray and never give up. It's kind of like almost saying the same thing. So just keep that in mind. Also, I just want to talk a little bit about what prayer actually is. And so for me, prayer is how we communicate with God. It can be oral, it can be written, or it can be your mental thoughts that you communicate to God. Um, It's how we express our needs to God. And notice how I said needs and not wants, because I know we have a tendency to express to God everything we want. But God, the Bible says, he will supply all my needs and not my wants. Prayer is also a conversation with God. So conversation means talking and listening. You can't do all the talking. You have to be able to listen as well. And so the more meaningful a conversation you have with some someone, the deeper the relationship gets. And this little tip that I also want to share is don't talk to God like he's your judge. Talk to him like he's your father when you're praying to him. Like you don't want to go to God saying, God, I know I did this wrong and God, I know this. No, you need to go. The Bible says we are to go boldly to the throne and you want to talk to God like he's your heavenly father, not your judge, because God doesn't judge us. He knows everything about us already. So you don't even have to go to him, you know, with that type of attitude, go boldly to the throne and and pray and ask for what you want. God knows everything that you've um, done and what he wants us to do is repent for the things that we have done wrong so you don't have to say that before you start your conversation off or before you start prayers um, start your prayers and talking to him and I also want to say don't be praying them skimpy little prayers pray pray some like big bold prayers you know and since we're talking about when uh, is is there a right time to pray I want to give you three more scriptures um and these are all from luke which is also in the new testament and these are about jesus and so if you we're going to start with luke 4:42. it says early the next morning jesus went out to an isolated place so he went out to an isolated place he went to be by himself so I think that we need to have an environment that's conducive to us if we're going to have a conversation with God it needs to be where we're not just talking but we're able to listen and hear him and I think it's a great idea to be in an isolated place like one of my places that I love to come to really like when I pray and I also want to listen and hear for God hear from God is in my closet 
I'm actually in my closet right now recording this podcast. Don't judge me. I have a whole lot of room in this house that I could go and um, record. But I just love being in my closet and recording in here because it just seems like God talks to me the most when I'm in here or I have just made it a space to where I'm so comfortable in here um, that I, I just I just love to be in here. And so the next scripture is also in Luke five sixteen. It says, but Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. So in this particular scripture, it says he often withdrew doesn't say when it just says often often can be two times today and three times tomorrow. But he went to the wilderness to pray and he did it often. And so the next scripture is Luke nine eighteen, and it says one day Jesus left the crowds to pray alone. Now, if you read any of the Gospels, you will know that people followed Jesus everywhere he went. It says the crowds followed him all the time. And I immediately thought, thought about when my kids were little, they would follow me everywhere, even in the bathroom while I'm taking a shower. When I'm in the kitchen cooking, they followed me around. And so you got to think about this. Like if you had someone following you around and don't get me wrong, I love my kids, but sometimes I just wanted a break, especially if I'm going to use the bathroom. Just let me use the bathroom and come out and then you can have all the time you want. But that particular scripture showed me that it's okay for us to take a break from people you need some time to pray and refresh and regroup so that you can do the things that you need to do and even though Jesus loved people he still needed a break from them (laughs) I mean that's not what I said that's what the scripture says it says Jesus left the crowds to pray alone so I'm sure he wasn't irritated or anything like that. He just needed a moment to himself to regroup and refresh. And we have to remember that Jesus came down here in a human body just like us. So he knows what it's like to be in this body. He got angry. He got frustrated. And he he knows exactly how we feel in this in this body. So he experienced that as well. And so the other person that I want to talk about is Daniel. So if you go to Daniel um, chapter 6 verse 10, it says, But when Daniel learned that the law had been signed, he went home and knelt down as usual in his upstairs room with his windows open toward Jerusalem. He prayed three times a day, just as he had always done, giving thanks to his God. (laughs) And when I read this, I've read it so many times, I get a little tickled because it was like in my head when I read it, 
it was like Daniel was saying, uh, y'all got me messed up. I'm not praying to nobody but my God. And even in the description, it says that Daniel made no attempt to hide his daily prayer routine from his enemies in, in the government. So it says it's, it. this says that when he learned that the law had been signed. So as soon as he learned it, he went upstairs and knelt down and he prayed as he did usually he was like i don't care nothing about that law i'm gonna do what i do and i'm not gonna do anything different i'm gonna do what's been working for me which was praying three times a day and so i believe i've mentioned it in another one of my podcasts we can learn from people or we can learn we we learn from the old testament which daniel was a prophet and the book of Daniel is in the um, Old Testament. We can learn from people, but ultimately, ultimately, we <laughs> have to do what works for us, you know. And a lot of times I will do things that I see um, that people in the Bible have done because I'm like, hey, if it worked for them, it's going to work for me. <laughs> and if you this is kind of a little bit off subject but i want to just say this if you go and read daniel chapter 9 it says that daniel prayed daniel confessed daniel fasted and daniel's prayers got answered and so i was thinking to myself maybe i need to do do those things as well and i have done them and my prayers have gotten answered you know some of my prayers maybe not all of my prayers and i'd also want to say be careful um, when you're praying, please be strategic about what you pray about. And I just want to say this based on an experience and something that I've prayed for. And and it's funny now, but when I was going through it, it was not funny. And so with the current um, position that I have right now, I actually pray, pray for this job. I prayed for the salary I pray for the days off the vacation days you know working a day shift Monday through Friday being off on the weekends I prayed for everything and God gave me exactly what I asked for but the one thing that I failed or that I neglected to pray for was to have a healthy work environment a non-toxic work environment and let me just tell you <laughs> I have I learned a valuable lesson well the very first lesson that I learned is that when I'm praying to God I need to be specific down to a T every every single detail so I want to just whoever's listening to this podcast when you pray please be specific and please be strategic with your prayers like don't leave any details out even if you think oh no I don't need to pray for that God no because I was thinking hey if I'm asking for all of this you know a healthy work that sounds like a healthy work environment should come with that but oh no (laughs) And needless to say, God taught me a lesson that, you know, he's not going to make everything comfortable for me. Um, He's not going to change all the people around me. He's going to 
he wanted to change me and how I, I dealt with things because it, here's the thing no matter what job you go to and I've been in nursing for um almost 21 years and even when I wasn't in nursing it it, it it doesn't even have to be nursing just any job but there's always gonna be something that you don't like about the job about a job and I cannot tell you how valuable of a lesson it was for me to to change me and not wanting everybody around me to change and actually that really kind of helped me grow um spiritually mature it helped me mature more which I think that was that's what God was going for (laughs) so I'm kind of glad that God gave me that little test and and that's the thing when you you can't have a a testimony without a test (laughs) so that is my testimony that you know I had to learn to adapt to the people that worked in my environment. And I'm not going to say that it was easy at all. It was very hard. It was very difficult. And one of the the tough lessons that I learned was how to love people who are difficult to love. And I am not going to lie to you when I experienced some of the things that I experienced in this particular place. (laughs) I thought I was being punked. I was like, God, like, what's going on here? You gave me this this salary that I asked for. You gave me um, the the five weeks of vacation and, you know, day shift and my weekends off. Like, what's up <laughs> with these people? Because I had never encountered, you know, um, I'll just say some of the personalities that I've encountered and one thing that I've learned is that everybody you know God wants everybody to be his child and so instead of you know um hovering around and talking about people and I'm not gonna lie to you some days it (laughs) some days it was hard not to talk about some of the things that this person was doing or how they were behaving I didn't necessarily not like the person it was the behavior of the person and so you know I I realized nothing um it didn't make any sense to talk about the person unless you were praying for them like I I started like oh look I'm not talking about this I'm let me open my mouth and pray and so, um, needless to say that the environment got better and I'm not going to share all the details of what happened, but just know that there was a valuable lesson learned. And, um, I learned to be very strategic about what I pray about. And I also want to say you can, I mentioned earlier in the podcast, you know, you can pray, you know, mental prayers, like just thoughts in your head. And if you have a quiet moment at work or if you're in your car, um, you can just say, God, help me. And I want to say that that is a prayer that I pray also. And (laughs) I I'll save that for a different podcast. But let me just say, when you pray a prayer like that just be ready 
<laughs> just be ready because God typically helps us in ways that we <laughs> never really think, you know, he's going to help us. And um, you just just be very careful about how you pray and what you pray for and be very intentional in what you pray and also don't pray selfish prayers pray for other people pray um not just for yourself pray for you know your co-workers pray for your family um pray for strangers and pray for other believers um i always include you know my family other believers and my co-workers in my prayers um the women that are in my bible study i've also prayed for them um because i mean that's what we're supposed to do as believers we're supposed to pray for everybody so that is it for this episode and i hope that you all will go back and study some of the um scriptures that i mentioned in this podcast and just know that there is no specific time that you have to pray. Um, there's no specific time that you have to spend time with God. Just do what works for you. And as long as it's working for you, that's all that matters. And I will say this is that when I started out, when I really decided to get serious, I probably would spend about five minutes a day. I made a commitment. I was like, I'm going to um, spend five minutes, you know, either you know, reading my words, spending time with God and, and praying. And I will say this, that as you grow spiritually and as your faith grows and as you study your word, you will start to think differently and you will start to pray differently. And that when it, when you start praying differently, it's it's a game changer. And I find myself more so now praying for the things that you can't see versus the things that you can see. Because if you pray for the things that you can't see, it seems somehow, some way, (laughs) the stuff that you can see just starts, God just kind of gives you those things. So um, having a disciplined prayer life um, is very important. And I just want to say, just start out with five minutes and five minutes will turn into 10 minutes, 10 minutes into 15 minutes, 15 into 30. And before you know it, you won't even realize like how much time you're spending with God and you're actually going to crave it more and more as you do it. And that's what happened with me. And this is coming from someone who used to fall asleep studying her Bible, who never used to pray. Um, I'm not gonna say I never used to pray, but I don't, I didn't pray definitely not as much as I do now, but, um, my prayer life was almost non-existent. I probably would pray only when I had problems or when issues would arise. And I'm telling you, that's not the time to pray. You want to be proactive with your prayers. You want to pray before things happen. You want to pray some preventive prayers, preventive prayers. Okay, y'all, excuse me. But anyway, anyways, that's it for this episode. And thank you all for joining me. And I will see you all next week. Week. 
Um, as always, if you haven't subscribed to the show, please make sure you subscribe to it and also share it with someone else, someone else who you think it may help. Um, we're all trying to grow and draw closer to God. That's what it's all about. I am not perfect. As you can see, I'm pretty sure you heard some things in this podcast where I may have said or pronounced the word wrong, but it's okay. (laughs) Moses had a um, speech impediment and we don't have to be perfect for God. And I'm learning that every day. I just want to be myself and be who I am and be who God called me to be. And that's really all that matters. You know, my goal is for you all to get the word. And if you see that I don't have any perfections or I'm not perfect, then I hope that encourages someone else. You know, maybe you need, maybe you want, you may want to start a podcast or you may want to teach Bible study or whatever it is that God, you know, has called you to do. You know, ministry is nothing more than service. And it doesn't matter if you cook food, you bake cakes, you clean, um, whatever you do, just serve from the heart. It's all about serving people. And my goal is to serve the people who um, who are who have a um, I wouldn't say hard time, but who struggle to understand the Bible and, and what it means. And I'm telling you, it's really simple um, to understand. But there's just some things you got to do. You have to continuously, you know, study the word, stay in it, meditate on the word. And um, do what you know to do. And I'll leave you with this. Do the part that you know and he will show you the part that you don't know. And so don't worry about what you don't know. Just do the things that you know to do. Okay. All right. That's it for this episode. I will see you guys next week.